Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm ready as I'll ever be. It's a golden hour. We're doing a show in a golden hour. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. Isn't it? It's golden. I can almost see the light reflecting off your pores. <laughs> They're so big. You probably have an erection because you've heard golden shower and you're used to someone pissing in your mouth and calling you <laughs> dirty pig. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's 90 Day Gate. Let's love. You know, they have never called me Dirty Pig. <laughs> never called me Dirty pig. <laughs> they just called you pig boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Squeeze like a pig boy. <laughs> Hashtag family show. I don't think I want someone to piss in my mouth. You know, if I you're don't listening either. to this show for the first time, this is not indicative. This well, not, kind of is. Yeah. But this is not indicative of how our show usually goes. No. This is 90 Day Gays. 90 Day Gays, y'all. Welcome. We're talking the other way. We're talking toe. Talking toe. My, talking toe. Uh, my name's Matt, a.k.a. Maddie. And I'm me. I'm I'm wow. I'm I'm Jake Anthony, aka Poodle, aka. Poodle. But do we have to introduce ourselves every time? I think for people that are new, it helps differentiate our voices. You know what? That is true because people have had a hard time. Yeah. Even though my voice is calm and soothing, and yours sounds like nails on a chalkboard. Mm, sure. If you the mean one's Jake, that's how you remember. <laughs> that is how we've been described. <laughs> You know the thing is, it's not that mean. I'm just, I just, I'm real, and it's real to a point of mean sometimes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, then you get there. <laughs> but when you meet your mother, you realize Jake's quite sweet, <laughs> <laughs> right? Y'all, if you think your friends got shit, meet their parents, and you'll be like, you learn. Oh, 
<laughs> they learned how to deal. I almost just choked <laughs> on a cough drop. You didn't even stop what you were talking about. Hey, I, I just went. I'm a professional. I was going to keep going. If you, I di- just, if you died, I would have kept going. I just choked with a cough drop in the back of my throat. She finished her sentence. I did. <laughs> well, I just learned a lot. Oh, my God. You've lost your gag reflex. <laughs> it's been so long. Now I just what are you, you gonna you do? Mean, I've got it again. I've got my gag reflex again. You what are you gonna do? Ugh, are you to got build it, up to it yeah, again? Yeah, you got it again where you did lose it. Mm-hmm. Wow. You fucked that joke up. Um I didn't know if you were choking or if it was y'all, he was being <laughs> mucusy today. And I was, so I, I thought he was coughing. <laughs> but then when you eyes <laughs> got big and you Threw up your cough drop in your mouth. You still didn't stop talking. Well, I wanted to keep the show going. You know, I'm gonna. I'm a professional. I'm trying to put it out there. Yeah, I'm glad you, just you didn't finish your sentence. Poodle. That would have sucked. Oh Don't Lord! Don't finish that sentence. She's monstrous. I will. I'm gonna say this for people that I'm sorry if you're disappointed, but the rest of you, like that's only two percent of you. We watch clapback. We're not covering clapback. It's abysmal. It's, uh, it's it's so awful. You know how you forget how much you hate someone until you see them again. That's the way it was. We're probably gonna we'll, we'll TiVo it and then we're just gonna fast forward to the Darcy parts because she looks yeah. good. But that's there was about a it. lot of big ad, a lot of big ad, a lot ad. of big ad. We didn't like a lot of Yolanda saying completely idiotic things. I know, yeah. classic Yolanda. Yeah. Is it worth watching? We did. It did make us laugh on a couple of I things. I laughed like three no, times. Nothing with Big Ed. But Yolanda, we did go. We yeah. laughed. There's a lot of Big Ed referring to himself in the third person, y'all. So That's if, a if problem. That, if that makes your skin crawl and makes you want to punch your television, I would say skip this. And Rose, she tr- Rose is on, and she tries to do insults. Funny. She's funny-ish. She kind of does insults like maybe it's. A language thing, but they're a little bit like what a fourth grader would say yeah, on the playground. Yeah, it is kind of like nanny nanny boo boo. Like yeah. someone says something really cutting, and they say, "Well, you're a butthead." And she's like, "No, Ed's not a pony; he's a pig." And she laughs, and we're kind of like, Ooh. "Yeah, <laughs> it's not the laugh factory, honey. <laughs> you need to work a little bit more for you work the main stage." <laughs> not the Ha Ha Hut, which is an actual place in North Hollywood. Yeah, I've been there. The Ha Ha Hut. I've done there. That must have been a sad night. Never done a set there, but I, I've been I've, there. I've, wa- I've driven past it and going, I wonder how many dreams died there. You know, they a asked bad me to do a stand-up. set when I was kind of stopping to do stand-up, and I went, this is a sign. <laughs> this is a sign. The Ha Ha Hut, y'all. They're always terrible names. There are always <sighs> bad names. I don't know why. Uh, there's one in Burbank called Flappers, which isn't. I've, I've, which, done, I've done. I think sets that's at not an actual. Com- is that a c- club that's on top of a restaurant or something like no, that? No, no, no. Oh. It's an a- Flappers is actually really nice. It's in. It looks weird because it's in the middle of the mall. Yeah, and then, but it's actually was one. It probably was one of the best places I ever did stand up because they have like a nice little green. That sayings that says something. And then they have a, <laughs> and they true and they met a very. That's where I became friends with Paul Elia, who's so Oof. hot. Um, and they have this long stage, 
and it's a great venue, and there's a restaurant there because you always have to have fucking yeah. You gotta have like wings. Drinks. You gotta have uh, that's the that's the that is the uh, that's you, the scam for si- for uh, stand up comedy. Y'all, you have to eat and two drink minimum. And for the comics, they call them bringer shows. So not only do you have to do your stand up, but you gotta bring people. You have to bring like I remember one show like at the top of the comedy store, and they're like, you need to bring ten people, <gasps> y'all. If you live. I don't, I don't hate 10 people enough to bring them to my comedy show. If you show. live in St. Louis, Missouri, and you're doing <laughs> comedy for the first time, you can bring 10 friends. When you live in Los Angeles yep. and you're a stand-up comedian, Ugh. you're not getting 10 friends there. Ugh. Y'all, no. If you, first of all, if you say, my comedy class is doing a show, no. Just put your hand in their face. If, it's, if it says improv, <laughs> they're not going. Or just, I'm doing a comedy Hand in the face. I remember I once did a stand-up show up at the uh, at the Laugh Factory, and that's uh, a real place, and that's a very famous place. Yeah, um, I was doing a show up the upstairs room, and it was windy that night, <laughs> like the Santa Anas, and nobody's guests came, and there were only <gasps> three people in the audience, and they sold oh the tickets. Oh my god! But isn't that so fucking L.A.? Y'all just take for a moment. Yes, it's L.A. <laughs> and imagine a comedy show with three people. I know. Like, I, you have to act for everyone. I kind of liked it. I just said, fuck it. And I ended up making talking about how I'm from Oklahoma, and this is fucking ridiculous, the weather we put up with. And there was a girl from Texas, and she enjoyed it thoroughly. <laughs> you made one fan that <laughs> I night. I made one fan that <laughs> night. I'm going to do what Ross Matthews does, because he does stand-up comedy now. And I went, which Ross Matthews is very I funny. he'd be I'm, great, yeah. But he never did it before. Because it's shitty as a gay man and as a yeah. woman, and don't get me wrong, and even if you're basically not a white, if you're guy, not a white, white straight actually, guy, guys, I want to say yes, black men have, but if you're a guy talking about your dick, all you're so more accepted in stand up comedy, and as a gay guy, it was yeah, just it's like really yeah, because your gay even, dick is gross. Wouldn't yeah. even talk to me. It was so weird, and they wouldn't even it's support such your a, set. Such a heterosexual world. So I'm gonna wait till we get famous, and <clears> then I'll do stand up. When just it's just gonna be our sissies that come. Okay. Well, yeah, I think so. And I'll I'll say, who's that heckler in the audience? And it'll be <laughs> and Jake. I'll go. <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> this. It was funny when Seinfeld did it. <laughs> Boo! Get off the stage. <laughs> Faggot! <laughs> My mother's funnier than you are. Seriously, she is, y'all. And probably Mother Poodle will stand up and say, Matt, you can Matt. do better than that. God, Matt. God. God. That joke was really terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's it. I kind of want that to I want now. that as like a meta comedy <laughs> special. Where you're telling jokes and I just heckle you for an hour and my mother's there and we bring up my mother on stage and we get my mother to tell jokes. She'd love it. She would because she's like, I'm so famous She'd now. She'd tell like Bob Hope jokes. How are we going to talk about merchandising with quotes of mine? <laughs> Y'all, my don't mother, let her know about Don't let, let my mother know if, that she's got a quote because she want her cut. She'll want her cut. She wants her pound of flesh. And then Should we she, start talking about the show? And then yes, but then when she it? finds out how little money we actually oh, make from tell merch, me. she'll tell me I'm an idiot. Why can't you believe you do that? Just give it away. Anyway, <laughs> um, y'all, we're gonna anyway, jump into the show real quick. We should say a couple announcements. Yeah, we want to. Be- <laughs> oh God! No, not a lot. Not like the person who gave us a four star review said it will. We don't. We just a couple. That is a savage bitch. Savage read. Ooh. By the way, I can kind of read it. 
someone one of my friends our mutual friend Dawn love her she uh, uh, she she actually has a new uh, it's an Instagram live podcast it's called Dine and Dish with Dawn I should I'll put in the it's thing it's an Instagram live yeah, podcast she just, she just interviewed Danny, hurts my head Danny Trejo so anybody goes oh, to yeah, I am Dawn Trejo's tacos yeah so follow I am Dawn McCoy on Instagram I'll put that show notes Dawn as in she, he, whenever he says her name I get confused like the too. detergent like Dawn but he says Dawn and that's the way Dawn. he says it. Yeah. Dawn. 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 Well, she doesn't say it that way because she's from Texas. I know, too. but when you you say that, it sounds like I am Don McCoy, and it sounds like D O N McCoy, oh. who's like your grandfather's best oh, friend. No. So Dawn. <laughs> Dawn. Dawn like McCoy. I'm not. Look, I say Dawn. Dawn McCoy. I'm not saying it that way. I am Dawn McCoy. Is her Instagram, <laughs> and you can watch. I that. am Dawn McCoy. I'm not saying it like you're like Long Island. <laughs> You just, that's an Oklahoma, Texas thing. It's true. Yeah. Um, so anyway, but she I, she sent me a thing of the pattern. She's like, the pattern knows my life. And, oh, yeah. We're always texting about said, the pattern. That just read you for filth. And she went, what's dirty? What's happening? Is this bad? Is the pattern bad? And I had to explain oh, to her. She needs to watch Drag knows. Race. She does. So our announcements are one, Date with Dateline crossover. We had a ball, y'all. We Kimberly had a great time. and Katie from A Date with Dateline, they do everything true crime and Dateline on their podcast, but on their Patreon, they do 90 days. Because they are, they are an actual family show, so they couldn't put us on their regular <laughs> feed because uh, we weren't supposed to cuss. And Jake said, said fuck like five times. I said she could have beeped it. I said it like three times. Five, I counted. Which ironically, on our show that we did the first half, he didn't cuss at all. So y'all, I got wound up as I got going. We're never doing a live show on television because we'll get pulled off the air. It just needs a five second delay. Great. Everyone does a five second delay nowadays. Oh, great. So you can check that out. That's on our Patreon feed, but it's a free to the public. It's free, so you just have to go on the Patreon and 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 look at it. Yeah, you can just do it there. Um. Second thing we want to talk about is Sunday, you guys, before um, that was, was that yesterday? God, the week yep. just spirals out in an endless dark hallway, it doesn't it? <laughs> kind of like your asshole. Just not these days. Not these days. Not it's these, true. It's, if you got no gag like reflex, a, it's like a sewer tunnel. <laughs> you're like that, that nothing thing in Stranger Things. Just a little <laughs> crack that's poking out of I evil. Know. That's what it's going to be like when I have sex the first time. It's going to be like a dam bursting. Yeah. Anyway. And, tell the, and they'll be like, oh, I'm back, oh, fuckers. God, oh, God. Anyway, what else? <laughs> you were talking about our YouTube oh. Live. We had a good oh, time YouTube doing live. that. We had a really good time uh, doing our YouTube Live. on, And that's for our uh, come, at, come us. at us tier of our Patreon. Yep. We had a good time um, doing that. And the third thing was, oh, Bicurious. Yeah. We're dropping a second Bicurious for the month uh, because we decided to do Since Smothered. We're doing smothered. Y'all are freaking out about Ugh. Smothered. I haven't seen this episode from last night, but y'all have come at me. I already seen the preview. I watched one scene, and I'm, go- I'm going to have to do it verbatim. <laughs> I'm telling you now. <laughs> I already have a problem with Brittany's eye makeup. I'm gonna it need, is really I'm bad. I'm gonna this need episode. to rehearse with you the way Mary says the word crab cake okay. because we need to, we need to work <laughs> we need to work on that because it's the strangest strangest way crab cake. I I, I it it Ugh. made it sound like a a magical incantation. Oh, okay, but also something dirty and only spoken of in back rooms. That's kind of Mary. <laughs> 
again, as someone said, she is the Ross version of Darcy's. It's or we have think we said that she's small town Darcy or I'll something be like honest. that. I great value Darcy. It is so awful. I can't look away, but I'm finding them. I'm finding the comedy in them slowly, even though I kind of want Brittany to be institutionalized. Oh, I wanted her. Like, her I yeah. wanted her to turn green and Hulk out and destroy the city. <laughs> But I really I'm feel I'm so scared of her stiff, angry arms. It's like her eye makeup gets darker when she turns evil. <laughs> it's like someone came in and touched it up before she said she's a bitch. I can be a sweetheart and I can be a bitch. Some PA fed her that line, y'all. You know what? <laughs> and, but yeah. she, and she delivered it like she, uh, an 11th grade drama person. She does. <laughs> She knows what she can do. So anyway, y'all, clearly we're having a good time with Smothered. <laughs> Even though I hate the show, I, I enjoy it. the shows that I, I I like Kathy and Christina. So anyway, come at us. Let us know. Let's jump into some what the people came for. What? That was only just 14 minutes of <laughs> what, fucking talking. What did you fucking come for? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Dang. Why do people even listen to this shit? I don't know. I don't know. I know it boggles my mind. It comes. They come for Jenny and Smith. Well, it's kind of like my mom saying, "And people pay you, pe- people, 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 <laughs> people pay for that." <laughs> What's Matt doing? He's not even funny. <laughs> but, but you, you're funny. But we think you're funny. But does the world? <laughs> my mother did say that. Oh, I'm sure. She's like, does. Does the world think that? <laughs> I mean, really? I mean, you know, you're you're talented, but I have no doubt you can do anything you can put your mind to, honey. <laughs> but mm, are you sure they're on the up and up with you? <laughs> they don't get it. They don't get it. <laughs> like Mother Poodle, the, what what will have to happen is she thinks Jake's. If I called her and I said <laughs> Jake's been selling drugs and he went to jail, she would say, "I knew it." <laughs> She would. <laughs> she would. She would. And, and you know what? We're, we'll do a live show one time. We'll we'll invite my mother. I had a dream about this via satellite to do something, and people will scream Gah! at her. And first of all, she'll act like she's embarrassed, and then after it, she'll get such a big head. She's like, "How am I going to market my celebrity?" <laughs> so first of all, anyway, I love <laughs> I love that you think we're going to have the technology to bring somebody in. <laughs> On our shows. Patrick, you need to work on that. And that we would do it via satellite. (laughs) A la 1987, (laughs) when they can just fucking zoom in. in. We have my mother via (laughs) satellite. satellite. I'm going to say via satellite for every guest we have from now on. We have have Ronnie Karam via satellite here. We don't have Ronnie Karam yet. (laughs) No, we don't. Don't be expected. Well, we will one day. We keep talking. We keep. Anyway, let's talk um, about Jenny Smith before we get <laughs> bad four star reviews for too many announcements. Uh, oh Lord, y'all, Jenny's. She's there. She's in India. She's on. She's on an airplane for the third time. Oh, look, and I'm here. And uh, oh, I'm, I'm, here I'm here to see Smith. Oh, I've got no. Uh, I've got no clothes. <laughs> I've got no family. <laughs> No money. I'm Don't not, forget no money. Nobody block. <laughs> but it's all going to work out. And I've been on a plane for 26 hours and my tail feathers are really crushed. Yeah. <laughs> I like 10 eggs. Oh, there's a grub on the floor. Oh. I need to eat it. Uh, she says he's got three requirements. Get a divorce. Stop, stop lying. lying. 
and get married. I here's the just want to package those <laughs> because y'all that is a usually stop lying would be taken care of before get a divorce and get married. If you wanted to look up a hot shit sandwich, that would be pretty close. Well, yep. maybe Brittany and Yazin, but. Oh, that's going to go, that's gonna like, go. A, like a turd in a pool. Y'all. That whole storyline is going to be garbage it's this gonna season. It's going to be garbage. They're going to fight so much, you guys. It's going to be gonna horrible. He's going to be so frustrated. He's going to pro. I don't know. We haven't, I'm scared we haven't he might hit this. her. I'm, I almost said that. I'm scared he's going to hit her. I, I'm saying I got because a little triggered by he it. Got, we, we, we only say that, you guys, because he was like putting, her, putting his hands in her in face. In her face. And threatening her. It was and a to lot. be honest, I'm not saying anyone ever deserves anything. No. But Brittany is going to go at him full oh, speed. Yeah. And she is going to tax every little bit. And this is a man who lives in an Islamic country and is not used to treating women, let's say, as an adversary. It's true. Should we just and talk about them now? We kind of just went into them. No. Okay. Where'd you need to submit it? Okay. It is what I like about them, too. What's interesting uh, is... You like anything about them? I like... <laughs> no, what I like about them and meaning their storyline is, I think, it's just eye-opening to see how, again, it never shocks me how women are treated in other parts of the world. Yeah. It's pretty awful. It's pretty awful. So, yeah. Anyway. So, back to Jenny But again, people, say, people say Jordan's not like that. So maybe but just what they're showing. Th- th- we're just but talking about the situation. The family's like conservative. Yeah, exactly. Um, now I just want to talk about them because we went <laughs> off. <laughs> you totally went off. I enjoyed it. It was a good. No, you did. We I brought them up and you went into it and I loved it. It was good. I think I must really have a selective memory because I don't remember it that way. Y'all. But y'all will come back at me and tell me that. Poodle <laughs> is starting. <laughs> this is what's happening. He's choking on things. His ass is sealing up. <laughs> He's not remembering things. He also, I he also all today. I'll be like, yeah, da da da, and he'll be like, and he'll be like, challenge. Poodle needs to get fucked. <laughs> like someone, like lay him down. I've been fine today, and just like put a pat of butter up his ass, a and pat just of butter, and just stay there for like ten hours. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't want that. Okay, we're going to talk about Janine Submit. We're okay. going to finish this. God, okay. we're so unprofessional. We are. I kind of love it, though. No, it's terrible. Um, Anyway, so he is, she finds him, and he's there, and he's like, he's, she says, this is my happiness, and points to him. And I know, you guys, he's a liar. She's probably naive, but there's something about those two. They love each other. We, we do love them very much. And I just want them to go somewhere that's not India- I know you and keep not saying. near his family. There's got to be a place for us somewhere. It is. It's two and a half hours away in a car ride because <laughs> it takes a fucking like in the four shitty hours, part of town. It takes a four hours in to a, get there in a, in a house that's quote kind of abandoned. So instead of somewhere that's green, <laughs> it's somewhere where cows somewhere. poop. <laughs> somewhere where cows poop. At least there are gates. Yeah, at least know? there are but gates. But the cow made it the gates. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, you guys, the house is, as we said, quote, kind of abandoned. I don't know how it's, like, kind of pregnant. 
Yeah. Uh, so I, it's, it looks the is house. Is he using a different word? Is he abandoned? I think he's not. Does he mean abandoned's far out? I think he's thinking, I think he may be misconfusing the word. It's the wrong choice. But I feel like the house does look abandoned. It does look like there were people making who, meth on yeah, some of these. Yeah, who left in the night. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does. There was like a, a, a light fixture that was ripped out. Yep. <laughs> and there was just like paint peeling from the walls. There's no furniture at all, you no. guys. It, no. it does look like a meth house that people cleared out of because their lookout said, Cheese it, the cops! Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, boys. <laughs> evidently, <laughs> evidently, uh, that meth gang is a bunch of uh, old gold prospectors. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> we They're 49ers, y'all. Oh, we gotta get out of here. Uh, anyway. This is some good shit. So this is sweet. That when I mean, we're going to... We're not making fun of Indian culture at all because actually I loved this. I yeah, loved, this was really sweet. Well, it, this is what this it is what ninety days the cow does. Took a dump right in front of their house because <laughs> it's an animal. Yeah. This is what ninety days does really well, especially the other way, y'all. We've said before the producers of the other way uh, could learn could could teach the whole franchise. Yeah, uh, something about how to both graphics, mm-hmm. how production should go. Mm-hmm. It's they have. They have a uh, they have a message to tell you. They have something to tell you. I think they want to educate a little bit. Yeah, as their before the, this previous season of Before the Ninety Days, y'all wanted a soap opera, but the problem was there was no one you could root for. He's riled up about before because I made him watch Clap. Back. It was literally just like a, like if your if your heroes were the Gotti clan. I almost had to time <laughs> down and open his eyelids just to watch it. Was, it. it was it, she, you almost had a Clockwork Orange. Yeah. Um, um, but so I anyway, thought it was so, so back to the cow, so thoughtful that so this is a, if you didn't watch the show, they do this ceremony where I don't know if they're priests, I don't know what what these people are. Yeah, they're there to sanctify the house. They're just friends. Yeah. yeah, so they sanctify the house. They do this whole ritual outside. They they uh, they put a flower pot on top Jenny's of Jenny's head, head, and she has to walk around the house and look. And y'all, that she's I got chicken it. face going on. But look, I don't yeah. know what's going on. <laughs> she like when she saw the broken light fixture, she went. Bruh! I mean, she laid an egg. <laughs> she dropped an egg and it busted. And it busted, unfortunately. But you didn't know because it looked like it went in the house. So they're walking around the house, and then they get into the bedroom, and that's when they they build a fire. Yeah. They build a fire and they're like, I guess burning. Yeah, it's kind of like a very advanced form of saging your house. Yeah, that's I what I say. If you're like an American watching this and saying this is weird, and some people are yeah. gonna, y'all. If you went back to Lone Grove, Oklahoma, and my Baptist friends saw you saging a house, they would think you're. They, they, they think, think you're a witch. witch. Uh-huh. They would think you're a witch. You're burning sage. I'm is gonna that, tell Pastor Carl. You know, the only thing that comes from smoke. It's the only thing smoke that's comes from fire, breath. and the fire that's devil's that's, breath. That's, 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 that's devil. the fires of hell the that'll burn Satan. your. That'll that's the devil's tongues licking you in the back. You're not gonna have any babies because <laughs> Satan's gonna be keeping you from getting pregnant in this house. Wow, that's dark. Oh, that's what my family would Jesus. say. Jesus, not my family, but other. Uh, so anyway, so then they bring the cow in. The cow, that's, well, y'all. There's nothing funnier than a cow with just like flowers and shit mm-hmm. wandering around a house, and Jenny's losing her mind. Losing her mind. <laughs> Meanwhile, the cow is like, <laughs> "This is a dump." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Is that your grandmother?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a weird-looking chicken. <laughs> 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 uh, 
It's a living. (laughs) 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 That cow definitely said it's a living after she walked out of that house. And just sauntered off. (laughs) Clip, clop, clip, clop. On to the next one. Happy trees. Probably just wish they were one of them bluebell fancy cows. (laughs) Those cows are hot. (laughs) Remember the eyes? They've got like long eyelashes. Those are fuckable cows. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, if you don't know bluebell ice cream, you could probably order it from Texas. It's really good. It is the most delicious ice cream on the planet. It's tied for me with Brahms, but they're both pretty darn good. Yeah, but Brahms, does Brahms sell theirs in stores? Yeah. Oh, really? You know what? You know what had I really good. I actually like license. Bluebell. I think better than Brahms. Depends on the flavor. Yeah. Uh, Bluebell's vanilla is one of the best fucking oh, vanillas it's in so the world. Good. But I like Brahms chocolate. You um, can tell we're obviously <laughs> like we're, hungry. We're hungry. <laughs> what was the name of that wonderful y'all? Poodle and I used to teach summer camp to girls in uh, Lenox, Friendlies. Massachusetts. Friendlies. No, not Friendlies. I love. Oh, is it Jones? What, was not it, Jones. What that Chris uh, Pats? It was the best fucking ice cream. Debs. Debs. Was it Debs? Susie Colts. Uh, any Belvoir girls are screaming They're at their... Yeah. Yeah, it was good ice cream. Jones. Debs. Oh, ice cream James. now. Laurie's. I think it's Debs. I feel like it, feel like it was right. Debs. Debs, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so... <clears throat> all right, so then the cow We had a nurse Deb at Belvoir, y'all, who would get on the PA every morning, and when it was raining, it would go... <laughs> Wanna talk to you kids about sandals? <laughs> drip, drop, drop, drip, drip, drop. drop. Don't wear your flip flops. Flip flops. <laughs> that was her. She would do a whole poem, y'all, because every summer, some stupid some girl bitch would break would, her leg. Would break her fucking leg because she wore flip flops in the rain. Designer flip flops. <laughs> Because she's it from New York City Every and just year, walked on a someone sidewalk. someone would break their ankle. And these are like or steps made of timber. Yeah. Every <laughs> fucking year. Oh, God. It's true. Every year someone's sprained their ankle. And the camp ankle. was on a fucking hill. Yeah. And then all the other girls drip were jealous. Drip, drip, drop. Don't wear your flip flops. Anyway. <laughs> We are off topic Sorry. tonight. Is it me? I think it's me <laughs> it's tonight. It's tonight. God. Okay. This is the one time you get. He got his gag reflex back. <laughs> his asshole's shown shit. <laughs> he's aggressive. This is abusive. And now. This is just abusive and now. And now he's got gay DD. Everyone. Someone. Y'all. Prayers going. Are we going switching up, places? Prayers going up for a poodle to get fucked. Boy. People have said that I'm mean. This is this whole episode is you have been you abusing me. And now Corona's going up here. What if they lock us down again? We're we're, we're only slightly up. The rest of the country's still further you up. You might than have us. to hide someone in your closet for two weeks. <sighs> I've thought about it. Anyway, Maybe lock in my laundry room because I don't want them in my house. Laundry- I want to be able to go get them. And that and that place is cool. It's in the cellar <laughs> in case so it gets too. hot. You can talk to the laundry room. You can do your own version of Carolina Change. There's nothing weird about that at all. <laughs> anyway, y'all, we are Six so... Six feet underground. We did, by the way, if you haven't listened to that date with Dateline, we did go through which couples would be on Dateline. Yeah. It was no, pretty my, fun. My first one was Paul. Don't, well, don't tell Sorry. them. Make them listen to the show. <laughs> okay. And I'm usually the one that gives I'm away gonna things. I'm going to stop talking. Wow. What is happening? Anyway, y'all. Okay. So, 
It's a bit. It's a bit. Submit and Jenny Sub-bit. are talking, and she she's <laughs> this is okay. This is why I love Jenny because think about other people that have come to see a, other their significant other on ninety day fiance, and they're like. Like Larissa, was well, she's horrible. Like you didn't bring me flowers. <laughs> Not a good example. But but still, some people are like, they would look at this place and say, "What a dump." Yeah, this like Corey, nice coming, to, yeah, Corey coming to Corey coming to Ecuador. And so, Where are the walls? Yeah, <laughs> and cement. Or Jenny really was so yep. tactful. Like, oh, I like the gates. That keep us- I I will say, y'all, you want Jenny she was there. Doing her best. You want Jenny there if you like have zero in your house, and she's like. Well, you got a nice southern exposure, but yeah. <laughs> y'all. No furniture, but you can look outside, and there's the world. If you brought a guy home, and then <laughs> he uh, took all your stuff in the middle of the night, and left you with just like one pair of, sh- of shoes and a shirt on your back, Jenny would come over and say, "Mother, nice shoes." Look <laughs> Anyway, she does say it's not as nice as our apartment for. Yeah, but she she does it so tactfully because, and she realizes that he's sacrificing a lot, and I. I do. I love I them. I love them. And I know. They are the two sparrows in I, the hurricane this are. season. And I know you guys, you guys, have no, you, don't, you don't know that song, Two Sparrows in a Hurricane. Uh, that's Tanya Tucker. It is. And great country album. You can just, last year, you can just, uh, but that, that song was not on last year's No, but album. she had Okay, good, yeah, just yeah. checking. Sparrows in a Hurricane. Those two things are separate. Sparrows from the Hurricane was like from like 1990. Sparrows in a Hurricane. Yeah, it was like 1995. Like yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah. about right. Yeah, because um, yeah. I will say shout out to someone on Patreon who said, I really love the way you, the speed and accuracy with which you correct Maddie without missing a beat. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Someone said that to me. <laughs> well, you were you were in high school then, and I was in elementary, so it's easier for you to remember. I'm glad you discounted what I just said, but that's okay. <laughs> eighteen months younger than me. Eighteen months. Um. Anyway, th- and that's kind of how they. End. I still look like the younger sister. Mm, no. Anyway, so they. Uh, End it with saying, well, we used to have a security guard, but now we have guard now gates. Now we got gates. So, and they're going to go to bed happy. It was sweet. Uh, on a hard Indian bed. Hard Indian <laughs> bed. Um, should we go into Armando? This is hard, you guys. This was, this punched me in the fucking gut. I mean, after Angela last night. Oh, and that was this, hard. 90 days making they're, me feel things. They're, they're, it's pretty, it's pretty savage. Um. This scene, because we've already had a really intense scene with him talking to his sister. Yeah. Um, this kind of rivals that, I think. You know um, what's worse than coming out? Coming out again. Yeah. Like, you've got to you do know that what? again right. to the same people. I thought you were going to say coming out while trying not to eat Mexican food. <laughs> Wow, because you could not have done that at that table. J- Jake would have had to eaten all the food if there were. Then I could do if it. If there were any chips at all on the table, no, he would not no, be able to do I'm it. I'm a whore for a chip and salsa. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, why did I put that on the floor? I liked it behind what? me. I don't know. You kind of settled tonight. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you I'm, are crazy, and <laughs> you took your feels too. I'm crazy. Anyway, um. This was it was 
it was gut wrenching. Yeah, watch it was. It, it was I really think, hard, especially for us on you, a personal level. Did you level. have? Did you have a like a lump in your in your your stomach the I didn't whole have time? A lump, but I. Uh, I mean, I guess in that I could feel my myself be my chest was tight. Yeah, that's what anxious. I'm saying. Yeah, like where you worried about what they were going to say. Yes, yeah. Because we kind of always put ourselves in this place, you guys. Well, you never know, and we knew yeah. that they didn't accept this before, right? So we didn't know which way this was going to go. So um, basically, y'all, this is when uh, Armando is going to tell his mom, both his mom and his dad, that he's moving away, and he has a partner. And he's going to take their child. And he says, I know His it was child. confusing for you because I got married, but I did that for you. <laughs> yeah. And then he talks about, I cry. Yeah, let's I- let's not scoot over that. This is important. He thinks, he hasn't talked to them about being gay, and he said, I did it for you so that people wouldn't talk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, boy, that just hit me in the face. Well, that's what we all did. I know, but that's like. That's what we all did. And and but that's I, why I had a girlfriend in high school, I so people wouldn't talk about me. I did not know. Well, he was talking about so people wouldn't talk about them. I know, but I mean, I didn't want them to talk right. about me, my family. Right, I got what you're saying. But you you never know until you're taken out of that environment, you guys, how much you do. So you're either your family won't look bad, or to make make it so your family won't be ashamed of you, or yeah. or people won't be ashamed of your family. How much you do to try to pass? Yeah. Um, we were just talking about that last night, uh, or yesterday, where we were talking about how much we had to, because you know my brother, mm-hmm. and you were talking to my brother, and you're like, he's just so normal. And I, I didn't say normal, because <laughs> that's me, then it's an I'm calling you not normal. You have this entire <laughs> podcast! I did say you get hysterical. Okay, I or just actually, sounded you like a said, Jenny. You said you get hysterical, and I, I just do. affirmed that. Yeah. But I said your brother's so laid back. Mm-hmm. That's the word I said. But the thing about it is, you guys, we couldn't be that. We could. We were always yeah. acting as I someone else. Because my brother was laid back too. Yeah, and that's the thing. If, if you guys say, even if even Which if you're actually switched now, interesting. I'm way more laid back than my brother now. But well, because he's got a, so much two stress. kids and yeah. a business. Yeah, yeah. But um, I would I would just say that if you if you ever you know disparage someone's coming out process or wonder why it took so long remember that in the south or kind of wherever you are there are implicit cultural norms set up and they're the hardest things in the world to break and they're for that person to, that's so true and they're and they're that person's experience yeah so even somebody else gay who grows up in the same town could have a totally different right. experience of coming out for them right and you just have to accept it for what it is. Uh, and and so anyway, so he gives this. Oh God, this really this really destroyed me. He said, "When I, it really makes me sad to feel like that my parents don't love me, and it makes me feel bad." And his mother got up and hugged him and said, "How could you? How could you think that I don't love you?" Mm-hmm. Oh God, I'm getting emotional now. Just it was talking big. about it. She was sobbing. He was yeah. sobbing. And. And the even even the father grabbed his hand, and it's kind of like that's why. And you know we hear about this, and we, it still happens. It happened a lot more in the '90s, obviously. But we hear about these people, you know, kicking their kids out because they are gay or something like that. And it just makes me want to say, how could you do that to your kid? The thing is, how no, could you? You if you love your kid? No, I. It's it's the. Denying your child for them being whoever they are, whatever that is, gay, yeah. trans, 
whatever. They don't want to be a doctor. You want them to be a yeah, doctor. Anything. Yeah. Anything to me is the greatest sin. Yeah. It's just, and you know. Well, I don't believe it's sin, but the greatest and I, kind of tragedy. I, I see what you're saying. But like the idea of it and, and but there's always a, a something in the part of a kid who's LGBT or anything who's different, the part of their minds that your parents won't love you anymore. That's that's always there. It is, and I think that well, it goes away. Like once I don't think you and I both now. With no, but I'm saying before, before you it's come out, yeah. there. And I think what's important for any of you that are listening that are parents, or maybe even think that you have a a gay child or relative, you're probably thinking, well, my kid would never think that because they know that I love them. They know what I do. Yeah. Anything, however. It's not just them. It's the circle of people they're around with. Right. But it's also... It's your mother, their grandparents. But even it's, me. Yeah. I was... We were uh, Catholic, and I knew my parents loved me, and I knew my mom was much more devout Catholic, but it would still be when I would read sections of the Bible, or I would yeah. hear my uh, evangelical friends. Really wasn't my Sunday school. It was more my evangelical friends and like my friends that went to... like. I'm not calling out your church. I'm just saying my experience. But my yeah. friends that went to Baptist or like Church of Christ mm-hmm. churches talked about yeah, those things they tend, in the they Bible. Tend to be tend to be more. But when they're telling me a man doesn't lay with a man, yada yada, and I said, well, that's in the Bible, and that's what <clears throat> God said. My mother is a devoutly yeah. religious woman, and we are always told in church that God is your number one priority. Yeah. So as a kid, you rationalize and think. Uh, that is more important to my mother right. or my father than me. So I'm telling that for out there to like, don't assume that your kid is fine with it yeah. because you don't know the messages they're getting. And I want to just say that if someone ever says, I just thought of this right now, if someone says, This could go good. God says a man may not lie with another man, that it, for that is the abomination, you say, Girl, there was no lying about it. We were up and down. <laughs> no one lied with anybody. I knew this was. We were all go- over each other. Oh, I knew this was. He was get all gross. up on me. There was no lying down. Oh god, we did not lay. Oh fuck. And then I kicked him out twenty minutes later. You know, between this and the whole, um, um, that is a great comeback for that. It is, but between this and then the uh, the disciple Jesus joke we made last episode. <laughs> We're offending a lot of Christians this week. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. That was so good. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Anyway, so are we all really doing this? <laughs> Sorry. I think I, I think one of them did ask Matthew if there was a multi-level marketing they could join. Probably, <laughs> for sure. Did who does he work for again? Amway or I am the way? <laughs> did he say Amway? Because I've heard they're shady. It's fine. <gasps> what do we think about <laughs> essential oils? Good. I am the way. What do we think Amway. about? What do we think about it? We go with this. We got to move on. We're gonna right. get letters. So anyway, <laughs> um, then, so then, anyway, and so then when he tells them that he's with somebody, they're moving yeah. away. Mom accepts it, but for dad, that's. I don't think this was a bad thing. He just said, no. "I need time." And I will say, you guys, this is a three bagger. This is yeah coming out again to your parents. One to ding, coming out that you have a partner. It's a four-bagger. That's right. Coming out that you are moving. And then coming out that you're taking your granddaughter, their granddaughter with you. We have a winner. That's a lot. But I will say. That's a lot. This is a deal. This is a beautiful thing about coming out. 
is once you come out, for most it people... It all comes out, yeah. Well, no, it was going to say once you come out, for most people, it's getting easier and easier, but it's usually the hardest thing you'll ever do in your life, mm-hmm. and your life will be easier. Your life will be easier because nothing was as hard as that. Yep. And seeing Armando go through this, I'm like, he's got it. Yep. The fact that he was able to stand up for himself... His oh, life, yeah. he I'm, will work through I'm, anything in his life now. I'm okay. I don't worry about him. I'm much more interested to see how those two will work together. But I got down <laughs> and I felt him. I didn't know my own strength. It's deep cut. <laughs> That's a good Whitney Houston song. Um, what is it off of? Uh, that was her last album when she had a real bad crack voice. <laughs> yes. And she was like, but I got down and I but I'm not so hauling. <laughs> I can't remember the words. Anyway, we're going to move Get on. <laughs> Stop. Sadly, she did. Um, <laughs> I was not made to break. I didn't know you knew that album that well. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know Clive Davis. <laughs> I didn't know my own. Strange. <laughs> no, Clive Davis. I know a lot anyway, of Whitney. I'm a big Whitney. That's band. kind of a deep cut, though. Oh, I know a lot of old Whitney. Um, so Devin and Ji Hoon, you guys. Oh boy. I'm. You know, I loved them on the first season of The Other Way. There's going to be a lot more stress now. I love that we see Ji Hoon and he does a fucking hair flip when they introduce him. <laughs> he's still, y'all, one of the most. Even though he's a complete loser. He's lovable. And you know what? That is the only thing that's going to save him because I agree. He is not going to have his shit together. He is basically, let's talk a little bit about Devin. She's in Utah. She is packing. Her mom is coming with her. She is like, I want my kids to have, I want my son to be with his father. And I want Drusilla to have a father. And Dracula, I mean, Drusilla. uh, She seemed a little calmer. I don't know if she's medicated or what. Uh, but ma- but because her grandmother put this and it's like this is for you to take a nap. Oh, and I was yeah. like, good luck. Bring like a yeah. rhino tranquilizer. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. If Just that's give her a happen. blow dart in her neck. I, <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna happen. Uh, as I said before in like a previous episode, imagine traveling on a plane with Drusilla. You know what? <laughs> You would end up sitting by her. I would. Because that I is would. your luck. You know, if we ever start doing live shows and traveling around. Can we but, buy me a seat open? Um, <laughs> I'm going to say I love you, but I don't know if I'm ever going to sit by you because you have the worst luck with people you sit by on it's play. It's pretty bad. Like It's pretty bad. If I sit by you, there's going to be a crying baby right beside us. I have really bad plane luck. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to sit like three rows behind you. And the weirdest thing is superstitiously, I always change my seat to see if that would, if <laughs> well, I maybe if you find book someone it with better. Me, you'll have good luck. We had good luck do? that one time we went to Vegas. Oh, yeah. I have good friends that I've made up, <sighs> met on planes. Oh, yeah. You know, we met no, on Facebook. Leave these poor I, people alone. I had a conversation with a therapist one. It changed my life. Leave these made people me feel alone. better. Oh, it Y'all, was really. this bitch talks on planes. It's just, you know, I talk to them if they talk to me. You know, not everybody has to put on headphones. I, I've talked to people. Sadly, I've been, I've had the worst luck of who I've talked to. I talked to that woman who had the, a collection of Phantom of the Opera figurines one oh, time. Oh, wow. Yeah, she wouldn't shut up about Phantom wow. of the Opera and her favorite performance. She'd seen over like 25 of them, y'all. Wow. Yeah. 
That's the people he sits by on a plane. That's the person who sits sits by by on a plane. I once did sit by a Norwegian, no, a Swedish uh, fitness model who was obsessed that she had to drink a bunch of water on the plane and they wouldn't want to give her a lot of water. And she's like, I'm working out. That's the only crazy I've had. Should we, before we do Devin and Jihoon, should we take a break? We'll take a break afterward because we still have a lot more to talk about. Okay. I was thinking we would do it halfway through the show. Oh, we're not even halfway through our shit. All right. I guess I thought we would need to like do 30 or 40 minutes. Maybe. You know what? We'll forget if we don't do it. Let's do it now. Let's do it now. Okay. We'll see you all in a second. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes! Our Canadian fans loved the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. 
Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Okay, I love. Now we take a little break and we're back. When Poodle looks at his vodka glass and says, "I need to go to the bathroom." (laughs) I know there's vodka in bathroom. I do. I was saying I need to go to the bathroom, and I looked at it and said I could refresh my beverage, my icy cold beverage. I like cold beverages. I like cold beverages. I like cold beverages. Oh, you know that song, right? No. G-Love and Special Sauce. I don't. Come to me if you like G-Love and Special Sauce. That is a kickback to like 1999, 2000 when I was into them. Mm. That's 20 years ago. Yeah, again. I wonder what's going with. I think I just graduated sixth grade then. Um, You don't know music <laughs> and you have terrible taste, but that's fine. Let's talk about absolutely terrible taste, really. Not really. Yeah. No, you don't. I turned you on to some music. Very little. Very little. Oh, God. Um, anyway, just because I thought Wuthering Heights was a terrible book. You just, you, you, I'll, 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 I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, I sympathize with your ignorance. (laughs) It's okay. If you had to read Wuthering Heights, and that book was boring. I could give a fuck about Heathcliff. Heathcliff, Heathcliff, no one should terrorize you know, your neighborhood. Part of the generation now is ruined by the fact that it's named after a cat. Actually, I think we're so old now that like my nephew's 20, I'd be like, do you know who Heathcliff is? He probably would say, you mean from Wuthering Heights? Because they don't fucking remember the cartoon. You guys, that was, a, you know, I don't think it's my favorite book anymore. I used to think it was my favorite book. But now, how do you choose a favorite book? I it's really hard. But I that I used to. It's like, how do you choose a favorite Latin man you slept with? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, I don't know. I I now I say that Portrait of a Lady by Henry James is probably my favorite. But um, but it'll change. It'll change. Yeah, because we change. I love. Yo, know, I'm a big. Unless, I'm a sucker for British lit. Unless you're Ji Hoon. Ji Hoon has not changed. <laughs> and Ji Hoon has never read <laughs> Thomas Hardy. No. Or or any any other British novelist. <laughs> um, He's read manga. He might have watched a porno <laughs> of a lady. Yes. But But you know what? Ji Hoon makes me laugh. He does. And I thoroughly enjoy him. He does. He's got a uh Devin and, and her mom. Uh, I think her mom's said, name is Alicia. I believe Alicia. Alicia. God, we didn't get her name. Fucking damn it! But she's. Um, they're they're all. We already talked about this, but they're moving. Yeah, they're up moving. There. So 
she's like, I'm worried he's going to lie to me again. Boy, they're setting this up. Because then we see Ji-hoon as they're packing and going to the airport. We're seeing Ji-hoon he's on the meeting at friends. Meeting friends in South Korea. They're going to eat. And he said, I'm nervous because basically I told her I have a job. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. He told her he has a job, but he actually has just a couple of part-time yeah. jobs delivering shit. Yeah, deliveries. And I think he might have one one part-time job, and the delivery job is another secondary. Yeah. And he says, as long as I don't take a day off, <laughs> I'm fine. This is not going to be possible. Cut to remember what we first saw at the beginning of 90 Day Fiance the other way. We saw Devin was in fucking South Korea during Corona. Right. Right, right, what yep. this one? Yep. So this is not going to be good for him to work. Ooh, you're maybe right. Maybe if he's doing like food deliveries. And maybe. they were, and they weren't with. We did not see her with him. Yep. We, did, we didn't see him. She was living. She was in South Korea. Korea. We did not see. Wonder when this film, y'all. Somebody comes. Craig Kim would know, but when did they film this? I. I so covet their Cray Cray's and Kim's specifically, their knowledge and their research. But, I wish someone would do that for us. But, but you know what? This is not that kind of no, show. No, we're not that kind of show. Jake and I start <laughs> to do research, and then I get waylaid by a dick a, pic. Yeah, we get a, like a Sean Cody <laughs> pop up, and then next thing you know, Piano Cat seventy seven's <laughs> online. I've excused myself to an interior room, making that money. <laughs> But so I, I still say I really appreciate that Patrick, our tech guy, thought that I was a sex worker. Yeah, he really did. That that gave me pride. Good for you. <laughs> well, I guess South Korea shut down earlier than we did. It so did. They shut down in like but February. We didn't see Dev. We didn't see Jihoon. So what if she's just staying by herself in a, in a hotel? Well, but it'll be interesting with the tell-all. If we're if things are lifted and they're able to leave, then I don't know. We don't know. Anyway, y'all, uh, if Sean Robinson has to do another fucking twenty-hour tell-all with everybody on Zoom, pay her double. <laughs> cool. I will say, at least it's not with that past cast. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's where true. baby girl Lisa says the N word. Which is she not on clap? Uh, no, clap back for that. No, they reason? fired her. Oh, they did fire yeah. her. Oh, good. Bye. Can you imagine, you guys? Good. You just know, like sitting there in 2020, camera right on you, your black uh, husband now, your African husband, and just dropping the N-word. What does that take? I shouldn't do her voice anymore. I don't want to give her lip service. No. Anyway. Just get like, it? what does that lip, take? Lip service. Yeah, I get it. Get it, yeah. It's yeah. a vulva joke. <laughs> yeah, I, I was trying to get past it. <laughs> Um, I moved on right on, and you're like, no, I want to drag me down with it. Vulva. <laughs> no, no more. We can't. You know what? That's so good. Now the baby girl Lisa's tainted. We'll never be able to do the voice again. Hey, my vocal cords will appreciate it. So, so okay. <laughs> we find out, you guys, Jihoon says, this is embarrassing. Uh, Devin actually tells the friends, Devin actually found our house and paid the first month's rent. She was online. She found this house found online in, in, in Korea, Utah. So that means Devin is a fucking detective. Number if one. If Devin needs money, she should just like teach English or something like that. Can't she make money there from she, that? She or can't. That she actually can't, that's, she know. can't until 
she uh she she can I don't think she can get a work she visa. She has a baby. Yeah. Hard, yeah. And she has Drusilla. <laughs> That's even harder. The lady or the tiger. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, you guys, it's this is not going to be good He's this like, season. like as long as I have two jobs, it will be enough. I think the fact that he is lovable may yep. save him, but even the friend, the friends are like, I can't imagine Ji Hoon having two jobs. We don't think Ji Hoon, y'all. Do you think Ji Hoon's ever going to grow up? How old is he? He's like twenty nine or thirty, right? Yeah, he's old enough. He's a man child. I don't think he's ever going to grow up. Well, ever. I mean, to be frank, I feel like unless you're married, you can't say to be frank without me thinking of Frank from fucking um, Smothered. So I, uh, I had to. Uh, my friends took me out for a bachelor party. <laughs> And um, there was probably a female stripper there, and she came and gave me what was what I assumed to be a lap dance. I I promptly vomited on the floor. I went home, masturbated to what I assume was pornography on my AOL account, <laughs> and uh, jerked off my penis. Uh, and uh, that was cheating, y'all. That's I, that's Frank from Mary says that he's cheating and for smothered. some reason we I always need to episode, use but. I always think Frank talks so formally yeah and like there's always like so I promptly passed out and promptly passed out I promptly vomited yeah there's always there's this formality that Frank has that I I enjoy and I'm so scared Brittany is just going to like pile drive him <laughs> anyway Frank. sorry we're getting smothered distracted I hate Frank we're gonna get so many letters of people saying stop talking about smothered this show is all over the place you like it no I'm a, I'm a mess so Yazan and Brittany it. yeah that's basically it uh, let's get to an even hotter mess yeah than that this show. is a real Cinderella story y'all um, yeah, and you let, let's admit it everyone knew this was gonna be hot garbage from the first episode it is. You knew it. It you is. Knew this bitch with with her entitled attitude and her like, I will go ahead and do what I want in Jordan. You yeah. know, we did get some information that from a sissy that said that apparently Brittany's last relationship and we get a hint of this was I, I, I don't know. We don't know if it was abusive. We just know it was really bad i'm pretty sure it was abusive right and that was britney oh the reason where i got this is from is because y'all if you <clears> haven't <throat> listened to it wasn't a sissy it's kate casey's interview with you, britney you with britney if you haven't yes, listened she to did that one. she talks to britney and a lot of what britney talked that's a i posted in the sissy squad but just kate, kate reality life with kate casey it came out um, did she get like any three tea? days ago basically this relationship was the before was so traumatic and abusive. Basically, she blocked out that she even was married to him. So for her not <laughs> thinking about this for her, she said it was like when I said I forgot that I was even married because I tried to block out that painful part of my life. Interesting. So which leads So literally she did forget she was married to she him. She did, which that can happen. And then it kind of informs how She's coming over here with this whole Disney princess yeah. eyes because she wants this to be so what it wasn't yeah. before. She even says, can you pick me up and carry me in like a baby? Like she just, it, so, well, for me, I think she's completely naive, for but me, there's drama there too. The braces, everything, and she's infantilizing herself. Someone wrote us a really 
good definition about how you have to do a whole new set of braces when you travel <laughs> like that. And I appreciate it. And, and you guys, to be honest, Brittany's uh, what's referred to as a sugar baby. She dates older men. She dates older men, but so I think there's there's both of that. I think she it's all of that. It's that she's dated older men. She's probably been spoiled and a sugar baby. And she went through some really fucking potentially right. abusive well, all marriage. Of it, all of it's all of it and, is and like all, that's what I say. Yeah. It all just wraps into a big ball of shit that shouldn't be going to Jordan. Not <laughs> that big, she should, but a like, big, a big like turd scape, like on fire. <laughs> it's flaming towards Jordan, and it's going to uh, hit that front porch. <laughs> A bonsai tree Woo! with just like turds mm. hanging from it, and it's just gonna explode <laughs> all when it over hits that front all porch. over Yazan's face. It's gonna be way worse than what you did to your <laughs> superintendent's house, <laughs> and it's not gonna go well. Anyway, y'all. Uh, so uh, we do. We see Yazan. He's preparing for Brittany coming. Yes, and uh, someone. He's he's visiting his parents. He has shorter hair now, and I think it's hotter. Um, and I feel like I could stare in his eyes and see forever. It's he's like a, there's something so soulful in his very, eyes. He's a very attractive man. Yeah. His brother's hot. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, his brother's real um, hot. Uh, Obida. Uh, anyway, you guys. Oh, bend me over. Right. Uh, that was terrible. Um, <laughs> we're going to get letters from that. Uh, so his his mom won't appear on camera. And... Someone who I tried to do research. I really did, you guys. No, y'all. Again, <laughs> this, no, this is why we don't have a research show. This is just research of Jake talking I to his Google I just Googled and phone. asked Siri. I'm like, like, why can't women who are Islamic be on Phil. camera? And then it didn't work, and he went, oh, well. <laughs> so that's why we don't have a research show. I tried for 15 you seconds, know, and that was already too much. Hashtag same. Yeah. Here. So someone tell us, because uh, I, again, I tried to research, and when I said tried, I asked Siri. Well, I wonder if was it being on camera if it was the subject matter. That's possible, but because the father wanted to be, and maybe it's different for women. Maybe it we're is. We're honestly asking y'all because we're ignorant gay men. And we're ignorant Americans. Yeah. We don't know about the culture in Jordan at yeah. all. And again, you've, we've already said this before, but- uh, people in Jordan have said that it's not. This isn't that yeah, conservative. Yeah, especially Amon, the capital. But we're talking about his family. Yeah. This seems so, to be a more conservative family. It's probably like the U.S. Yeah, we have we have very conservative people here. Yeah, and not. So basically, we jump in with the fact that things that we did not know. Uh, kind of, uh, Yazan was telling his family that Brittany was already going to do, and they're like, "Well, she'll commit commit to." She'll convert to Islam. He's like, well, I'm trying to to teach her Islam slowly. And when you say I'm trying to teach her Islam slowly, you mean you're hoping you can. Well, but what this, your this dad is, is red flag, y'all. What your dad is hearing though is she's agreed she's gonna convert. to this, yep. and she's slowly trying to learn. And she's agreed to wear a hijab, which we have found out in an earlier thing that she was thinking that she said she wasn't going to wear a hijab. Yeah. Yeah, she literally said that. Um, she, she's also bringing divorce papers, which that, we know that's a lie. We know that's a lie. Boom, boom, boom. And so the dad is like, "I just need to see the divorce papers, and I need to know that it's all on the up and yeah, up because it won't, because I won't accept a boyfriend because he says he were that he she was married to a bad person. I don't accept boyfriends either. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
was a borscht belt joke. It was. I'm going to say something that I don't know how you're going to react to this. Oh, God. You could judge me. I just want you to give me some grace and be kind. Or okay. Maybe you'll agree. Um, is Yazan's dad hot? Because I thought he was kind of He's kind of attractive. Yeah, okay. And like the way he talked was so like forceful. Yeah, I just feel like his dad could get it. Um, and I'm usually not into a silver daddy like that, but come on. I think we've been sexualizing people too much. You know? <laughs> his dad is cute. His dad's cute. Yeah. Um, anyway, y'all, hey, we sexualize everybody, so at least true. we do that. Uh, anyway, so the father basically says, do not, make sure not to sleep with her before you're married. Don't do that. You'll dishonor me. I actually think it's pretty remarkable that if he's from a, quote, conservative Islam film, that his father is entertaining this. I I think it's because it's happened before. Mm. And this is a, I think either Yazan has had a a history with this Mm. or he and Brittany did this before. Because, y'all, they banged. Come on. And she's already been. They bang. They bang. Dun, 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 they move. They oh, move. Wow. Y'all, oh, they Ricky banged Martin. before. He well, could not keep his hands off her. They've met her before. Yeah. So. They've banged. So. They, they have made the beast with two backs. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then his dad says, you know, he said, now, <clears throat> son, bring her a bouquet of roses. Like, be. It was very sweet. But it's. Again, I don't want to. Look, some people go in like, this is kind of the way Brittany, Brittany, Brittany's being that, well, I'm an American and I don't. Yeah, it's pretty awful. And I get that. I get that. Be an American woman. However. I'm an American girl, but on thoughts. It's not like these. I just want to check. Like, we're, look, in this country, we're checking a lot of like systemic racism towards black people in this country. But is there systemic discriminatory practice of thinking that. These people, just because they're Islam or because they they treat women differently, that they are evil or wrong. It has or absolutely bad. nothing to do with them being uh, Muslim. It has everything to do with us being American and them being the rest of the world. Yeah, has everything to do yeah. with like them saying, "I'm going to do. I don't care what they think in Moldova. I'm going to be an American." Because I feel like it's this exceptionalism that we have. There's this grace. I put that in quotes, you guys. Yeah, because there's to me there's a beauty in the grace of compromise, and she doesn't have Look at that. You being all 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 like. Silvery words. Well, I said it, and I realized, oh, Brittany's never going to do that. No, no. You Y'all, knew she th- can't even find you, a good wig. <laughs> you knew that from episode one. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there's something about her wig and eyebrows, y'all, that just don't work I together. I want to get her a good wig. Yeah. It's a little. Mm-hmm. Always looks a little severe. Yeah, I agree. Um. Anyway, so let's talk about her arriving at the airport, right? So she does get there, and mm-hmm. Yazan is even saying... She will have to adapt to us. This, so, it's y'all. You could. This is the perfect storm. We said this before. This is a turd sandwich. We're I gonna actually kind of don't know who's more naive. Um, because in her defense, she has not told him she is acclimating to any yeah. of this, and yet he is like he's yeah very, he's almost and maybe she's he's gonna come just, over here. He's just believe what he's wanted to hear. So like his yeah. dad, what that's it. But yeah, it's like he is totally not seeing her for who she yep. is either. And maybe he was just so 
uh, uh, pussy seduced that he would do anything to get her over here. And maybe she said not, but from the editing that we've seen of the way, now we'll see how Britney acts around him, but... It's weird. It's kind of like half awkward, but also she doesn't know how much she can do. Can she hug him? Can Mm -hmm. she kiss him? Even though Jordan is a country, uh, uh, is a very more of a liberal uh, Islamic country, I feel like he is not. He's yeah. more worried about uh, how he's perceived. Yes, for sure. Yeah. So he picks her at the airport. They greet one another. Everything's <clears throat> going great. And then... And then, you guys, they, they, they're they going to put mics on. We paused our TiVo. And then, obviously, uh, 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 Brittany bought some probably Jack Daniels at the Duty at Free the Shop. Duty Free, which... He, Hashtag what would poodle do? <laughs> WWPD. You bring the big. You get the big thing of vodka. Yeah, y'all. Duty free is the best fucking deal in the world. Oh, grrr. almost like Costco. Yeah, it is. I don't ever leave the airport without some duty free liquor. You should live closer to a Costco. You would get such a deal on their I vodka. Can't, I can't handle the people there. No. Have you been on a Saturday? You want to no. ram your car into a telephone no, pole. No, you got to go on like Wednesday morning at yeah. 9 a.m. when they open. No, like 11 a.m. Too, too early. Y'all, <sighs> we have a Costco. We, the Costco's here are full, full, full of people. It's really it's scary. Um, it's like an Ikea on a Saturday. It's Ugh, true. A fucking nightmare. You know like Elizabeth, all of her <clears throat> sisters go together. Ugh. Don't you? Why don't no. you have to bring them up to me? <laughs> God, I hate that family. They're gross. They're gross. Um, anyway, so, so he sees the alcohol bottle. Flips he loses out. his mind. Like, flips and because, out. Because, you guys, this is, first of all, I think Jordan may be a more lax country for alcohol, but uh, uh, Yazan is absolutely not. And he's worried about how people, is, or people are going to see this. And she has alcohol. Because there's nothing legally wrong with it. No. Right? At least to our knowledge. Not in Jordan. I mean... It, it, Islam says don't drink alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, they say absolutely do not drink. Mm-hmm. So as, as, that, which as meant, evidence with bees. bees which uh, when Poodle was in college. I uh, have a hard time converting. Re- researching different religions. That one was out. That was the deal breaker. <laughs> that was definitely the deal breaker. <laughs> yep. Um, anyway. So again, this is. So yeah, he freaks the fuck out. He freaks the fuck out. Says I've been tricked. I've been. I've been. I was such an idiot. Yep. He. It's very dramatic. Show very dramatic. And she's like playing really cool. She's like, well, I guess I did not expect that. I don't think she's playing cool. I think she shut down. Oh, interesting. Tell me about this. I think she's experienced this type of abusiveness before with this first. And she even said so. She shut down because when people have experienced trauma. They either flee or they shut down. I 100% believe this. Yeah. That you said I it. I think that she shut because the way Good she, idea. Well, that's a You've good, had one. Good that's job. That's a degree. Um, sometimes it comes in handy, and then sometimes I say weird shit. And so, but mm, she said- More than sometimes, but that's okay. She's kind of sitting there saying, like, that was scary to me. I'm not proud of oh, right. his behavior. And that's when she said, like- Then it's like triggering this hope, is what hope devices. Be, then I'm leaving. I'm not doing right. this. Anyway, and then we see next week on the car ride home, that's where he's like putting his hands in her face. Yeah, that's what I got triggered by a little bit. When he says enough, enough, Hamas, Hamas, Hamas. 
Yeah. That's like because I itchy. don't think I don't I, think I got itchy. A lot of his beliefs are supportive of women speaking their their nope on space. Nope. Nope. Um, um, we have one more. So close your grinder. I don't. I'm I'm actually looking at my phone to read a comment. You bitch. Oh, do you want to do our comment now? Yeah. Okay. What comment is this? This is about Ariella. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, uh, but I'll we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. Yeah, we're gonna have a, a surprise combo of our. Well, sis- we got we got an interesting a email from a, from a perspective. No, this is not it. This is oh, about wait. Ariella. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got too much. I wish you just let me. I I said I'm gonna know what I'm doing. <laughs> Don't preface it because it's all fucked up. And she's back, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just no, you just spouted off incorrect information. Y'all, how does it feel to be gaslit by the person you work with consistently? Because that's what I live in. I am gaslighted, gaslit, whatever the fuck it is. You know I on love you. On a constant basis. Um, so let's get to everyone's favorite, the other wayer, Ariella. Ariella. I've already, I've already expressed my complete and utter... Disdain for this person. It's really bothering me that all of her testimonials are going to be without that, that eyeliner. Uh, it's bad. And, like, you know, we can roll our eyes at Brittany. There's something about this chick that tweaks something in me, and I don't know what it is. Well, I think we got a little and reminder I think, of that. Well, we did, but there's just something about her. Um, and I, I think it has to do with where she's where she's living, what she's been doing, what she's going to do, what her family is like. Anyway, so we're going to talk about this. Yeah. So she's leaving she's to go in a day. Uh, my favorite line of the whole, the whole, uh, her whole segment is tomorrow. I'm leaving to go be with the love of my life, baby. <laughs> baby. <laughs> Remember, y'all. Baby. His name is his name is Binyam. Baby doll. <laughs> That's a deep cut. Um. Anyway. <laughs> stop! 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 We're baritones who need this tone way back in their voice. Uh. <laughs> Yo, that's a beautiful aria. Warm as the autumn light. Warm as the autumn light. Yeah. If you're a pianist for baritones, you played it a thousand fucking times. It's a pretty song. It's a really nice yeah, aria. It's a beautiful song. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, so, um, we've referenced the Ballad of Baby Doe a lot. A lot. A lot. It's formative. <laughs> I think it kind of was. I was identified it, with Baby Doe. I think it has queer undertones. Uh, uh, no, because we were the queers who liked it, so it definitely has undertones. Yeah. Undertones, <laughs> anyway, overtones. Uh, anyway, uh, so her mother is a nurse. Yeah. And she's bringing all the fucking medical stuff you can bring. But she can't, you guys. She could not get the epidural kit. Didn't know you could just bring those on a plane. <laughs> I, I, was, I was kind of thrown by that, too. Like, obviously, how does she clear customs? Obviously, she didn't do a lot of research into whether she could get an epidural or not and bring it into the country. Well, and this is kind of a problem we were having before, you guys. She could not find someone to do. She wasn't sure she could get the epidural in uh, Ethiopia. Yes, which, but she hadn't done a lot of research for this. Yes, um, and she just assumed her mother, because she's from Princeton and from privilege, that her mother would just pack it. Sorry, I'll keep going. Wow. Oh, I hate this woman. Wow. So anyway, so her sister is like, bye, and her 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 nephew Roman is like. 
just turns away and goes, mm. won't even I talk to her. I that my mother would have pulled me aside and pinched my <laughs> arm and said, I don't care if you're upset. That's your family member and you hug them and you tell them goodbye. Yeah, mine would have done the same thing. Don't know if that's healthy to do for children now. Nope, nope. I think you're supposed to let children decide their I own what they are. do with their bodies. Yeah, but our parents didn't race us that way. Nope, mm-mm. That's some guilt. And look at us, we're fine. We're fine. So the next morning they're leaving to go to Ethiopia with Starbucks cups in hand. Um, uh, I would want to say one thing that she's got a lot of patient belonging bags. Um, that her nurse, her nurse mother, actually stole from a hospital room. Oh, I know this because when I was in a coma, we had lots of bags that my mother stole because she says there were all these patient belonging bags that she said for garbage bags. She's like, "Why? I pay for them all." <laughs> so when I Which left your mom the hospital, did not pay for your medical no, care. Well, after all that, when 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 we left. She took everything that was in the hospital room, like even things of like like Vaseline. And there was one thing that was like like rash cream or something like for the catheter. <laughs> and everything was stacked on like this did not need to be taken. Mom was like, well, we paid for it. I thought I could take it. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, why would you think I would need suppositories? In what world? Well, <laughs> Fair. For what you do? Fair. Yeah. Anyway, so um, uh, her mom, the nurse, has a lot of... She took everything. Your mother. Her mom, the nurse, has a lot of great sayings. She says, today, Ariella is leaving our family and our home forever. It's very... This family is so like non-emotional, push your emotions. But they're trying not to be. Yeah, they're trying not to be and trying to be very nice. Yep. Um. Where, boy, my mom... No, it's all passive-aggressive. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's No, yeah. And so they're in the car. She's sad. She's crying. I don't know. I was kind of... It's kind of bored with a lot of her storyline. It wasn't really. Um, it's it's going to get short. good when she gets there. Uh, she said, um, we don't know, by the way, why baby can't come to the U.S. We don't know that yet. We do not know. Nope. Um, so It's strange we haven't heard that. Come at us if you know or we just missed it. Um, Which could be a possibility. Yeah. We and miss things. she even says on the way to the airport, Binyam isn't my entire family or my nephews or my dog. And that's the singular problem you guys of the other way you're leaving your entire family for one person Mm -hmm. but the thing about it is it's really hard to leave your tribe and go somewhere else for one other person because it is because we're not supposed to do that you guys marriage happened i mean it was contractual but you joined another person because you joined your tribe and you were supposed to join family with family family to have support And when you go the other way, y'all, you lose your tribe. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I think that's why Especially this... when you're having a child. Yeah. That'd be really hard for me as a woman. To not to have your to own go family. My, well, not my own family, but for her situation, I mean, I still... She obviously is somewhat close to her parents, it seems like. It'd be hard for me to go have a child. I mean, I admire her. She's got the guts to... to, to to do it, I, to go have a child and not have my mother around, that would be hard. I I don't see it as guts at all. I think she's going over there to prove something to herself yeah. and to her privileged history I with her parents. guess maybe guts is the nerve. It's the nerve That's of it. it. That's the what noive. It, the nerve. The nerve to do <laughs> the it. The noive. 
Um, so anyway, her she's, mom says, well, with sadness comes with happiness, too. She does have a lot of quotes. Uh, she also says, look, honey, your whole life in seven suitcases. Boosh. Yeah. That and then, mother is a professional. Hopefully there will be happiness at the end of this journey. <laughs> um, I want to say now, we, you guys, we kind of went off on her going to Ethiopia with problems of, we, we talked about it a little bit before. The, uh, it's not that the infant mortality rate or the, the mortality rate of infants is bad in Ethiopia. It's just lower than the U.S. Yes. Um, and we we had a, a someone who wrote in at our Patreon. We won't use her name, uh, but she wanted me to quote her email because she comes from. Uh, she said she's a black Jersey girl, but with roots in East Africa. Okay. So she wanted us to to read this. She says, <clears throat> "Here we go." Um, she says, uh, "Was glad to see Nanny Day the other way, but upset for two reasons. I have issues with Ariella." As an American-born black Jersey girl with family roots in East Africa, I am well aware of how rare it is for Ethiopian women to get access to health care. I grew up in Jersey a healthcare family, in a healthcare family, so there are many awesome birthing options in Jersey. At the end of the day, every hospital in the world only has a limited number of beds. Can you imagine a poor Ethiopian woman, let's call her Sally, is in labor. She works her way to the one Ethiopian hospital she can make money uh, make her money. She can could make her money to a, find the one hospital. I can't understand what this is saying. She works her way to the one hospital she can afford. Yeah. Um. And and then gets turned away because Ariel is there. Yeah, that's hard. And Sally needs a C-section for that one surgeon because there is one who can do the surgeon in that one hospital. Mm-hmm. And then is turned away because Ariel is there when Ariella always had the choice to easy access of birth control in Jersey. Um, Could have had her baby with her boyfriend via FaceTime in Jersey. On account that she wanted her boyfriend to be there for the birth, bitch, we're Africans, we just want our doctors to be there for the birth dummy. Because many African women don't even get the prenatal prenatal care that she received. Sit with that. Ariella knew full where full well that her deadbeat dad boyfriend who could not get a visa to the U.S. He tried with the first baby mama. He has a two-year-old he doesn't see. Yeah, so there's already a baby, I guess, in the United States. She knows full well about this as the previous one had so much pull of the U.S. government, she may know something we don't know, but was unable to get him a visa. So she's done some research in this. Yeah. Ariella could have arranged to have the baby in Nairobi, Kenya. It's a very short flight. A more developed country, very close to her boyfriend's home, and easier to travel visa for health care and both of them to have the baby safely. As opposed to, look at me, I'm going to be a dangerous mom and dad, which was our problem. Yeah. Yeah. Many Ethiopians get visas easily to Kenya. Nice meeting spot, right? This is why I have problems with her. Ariella, in 2020, you got on TV. We see you. Ariella is so rebellious. At the end of the day, this is just a white girl trying to be cute, right? I agree. Love you both. <laughs> that kind of says what I, I we read. Wanted. I read that, y'all, and I I was taken aback. And there's something about what her words that just rang true. It was, yeah, for me, it wasn't taken aback. It was that's the puzzle piece that yep I needed to lock in to totally. make sense of this. Totally. So anyway, uh, she really Thank you, listener. She, y'all, she's going to divide this Nida universe. 
Just take you what think? you can. Yeah, I think a lot of people aren't going to like. I don't think she is. I um, think a lot of people aren't going to like her. People will defend her going to have her baby because it's her body and do whatever she wants. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't just know. don't she's like her because she's an entitled bitch. She is. She yeah. is entitled. And we said that. Yeah. Yep. That's the end of the show, y'all. That's it. Positive, great. No, no. It was. <laughs> that is the end of the show, y'all. Let us. Uh, we've got a sissy spotlight coming up, but um, do you want to do shout outs or you want to do sissy spotlight? Let's first? do sissy spotlight first. Standing in the yes, but lead. Shut up. Well, get it ready. Are you reading it again? I, I, I can, or yeah. do you want to read it? You can read it. That's fine. All right, you guys. Hope y'all don't go to sleep nor- with his voice. <sighs> I am fiery tonight. I know. You were the one who was attacking. Oh, my God. We are Freaky Friday. He told me I was attacking, you guys. You guys, I'm a... I'm bitchy and I'm kind of horny tonight. I am poodle. Okay, uh, you were reading. Also, yeah. Anyway, then you need to be. Then you need to speak more carefully. Oh. Uh, I might say shrink the tongue in your mouth. I probably. I'm also too sober. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> um. So you guys, we normally do voicemails here, and we had um. But we had one uh, one sissy who said, I'm sorry, I'm trying to leave a voicemail, but this is too long, but I have to tell you this story. So I'm going to actually, she transcribed it to me. It's a little longer than a minute, so bear with me. I'm drinking a little water to get we're my not, throat dry. Now, we're not always doing this. This is a great story, but call for a sissy spotlight and Normally, we want you to call, and it's a minute. Okay, I'm going to go through this fast. Hi, queens. Uh... I hope this is just a Maddie and Poodle, a.k.a. my spirit animal. I'm sorry. Pardon my appropriation for the moment. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. Um, y'all don't know it, but you've been there for me during the worst time of my life. I've been listening for about a year now, and I love you both so much. Y'all make me laugh like nobody can when I truly need the healing power of laughter the most. Last year, I discovered my husband of nine years is a sex addict. We are 30 in California, own a home, and have a six-year-old son. Yes, we were blessed because I inherited and I am smart about my finances. Most people wouldn't believe it, but I can tell you, squirrel friends, I'm literally a millionaire. Also, I'm really pretty. I love this. Also, I'm really pretty, and I'm on my last course for my BS in Applied Mathematics at SDSU. Fuck Aztecs, let me go, LOL. So I found him in high school living in a garage when he dropped out. Just for pers- just for perspective. Basically, I helped him grow up a lot. Anyway, I bashed his car with a meat tenderizer last May for the online cheating. Swore I'd leave, and he promised to get help. Switched to a flip phone, went to therapy, etc. In November, I had an instinct to look in his car and found a tablet most full of most of the vile, secret sex life crap you can handle. Some of our user, some of his usernames even included our wedding date. Ugh. Wow. Yes, I puked. I wanted to leave, but he insisted he would actually get help this time since he had lied about going to therapy before and had never even received treatment. This time was different, right? Ugh. I was stupid, but I wanted to believe he could get help and make our marriage work. I didn't want to even look my... I didn't want to look my kid in the eyes someday and not be truthful when I say, 
I tried my hardest. Y'all listen to this because this is truth. It's a truth bomb for everybody. I tried marriage counseling for four months along with uh, SNN or SANN and personal therapy. At one point, I was going to three different different therapy appointments three times a week, and still my personal therapist noted was I, noted I was depressed enough to consider medication for the time being. See, I knew my ex was still lying, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it. He was too angry at me for setting up simple boundaries, like stay out of my room. He would violate those boundaries often. I couldn't use melatonin to sleep because I would wake up with him in my bed, and I didn't mean for that to have happened. I left my home and son to temporarily at my mom's in January. Good part of the story. Then I started to crush on one of my cute guy friends at the time out of nowhere. And after all these years, when we stayed together at my mom's, I couldn't go home because my ex was belligerent with me. And then he started stalking and harassing me. He showed up at 3 a.m. one day with my son in the car trying to get me to come home. He accused me of having an affair, which wasn't true. You see, my cute friend is very shy, very quiet, and very Jesus-y. <laughs> he said he liked to pray with me for help in both of our lives because he had his own struggles at the time. I'm Wiccan, not a fancy witch doctor like Tania, but he understands. We prayed a lot. It's good. Long story short, I came home in March and found my ex had overnight shipped his sweater to some chick he'd been talking to on the phone. Yes, I puked. I told him I wanted a divorce and he threatened to kill me, my friend, and himself. He got picked up at his job and put in a 72-hour hold, and I spent that time getting a DVRO for me and a CVRO for my friend. It's violence uh, ordinances. I moved my friend in during the COVID lockdown afterwards because he lost his place at the time. When my ex came on the property, I called the sheriffs, and he left. But a sheriff explained to me that he knew my ex from an online dating extortion scheme. Wow. That explained why no bills had been paid on our home for months. I'm super behind on those still. I've had to wait three months, and I can finally file divorce because the courts have opened. It's been hard to keep away from my mom because of COVID, and she misses my grand- she misses her grandson. I turned into mom plus dad plus teacher all overnight, and it's weird, but I'm handling it. And I have a wonderful therapist who typically works with the criminally insane, but this is his side job. LOL. <laughs> wow. I just wanted to let you queens know that I love you all for the strength you've given me during the last months, and I turn you bitches on and I laugh my ass off, and I feel like y'all are my friends. I also lost a bunch of mommy weight, and I'm eating so much better and drinking less. Don't judge me, poodle. I just can't take it. <laughs> and now I fuck my cute Jesusy friend almost every night since May, and he is hung like a horse and wants tantric-style sex, which I've never had before, and I'm so happy to be away from my ex and in therapy. Sorry for the run-on. Most importantly and seriously, you got, you guys have given me the strength to keep going, which I felt when I felt the worst. I listen to you and laugh and love life, but not like a dumbass Walmart sticker. Okay, for real. Uh, basically, I wanted to call this in, but I don't know if I can keep it under a minute. And you deserve to know the positive impact you've made in my life. I love you all so much. Keep going, Queens. Good for her. Now, that's a story, you guys. Sell that's- that shit to Lifetime. Like that is a Make sissy. A movie that's a that. sissy who's gone through it, and we know each one of y'all. You guys have a story like that. Well, we get them all the For, time. Yeah, and, y'all email us all and the time. We we really appreciate hearing from you guys because we have just like you guys. We have bad days, 
Um, uh, everybody does. And I will say, uh, some mornings I will tear up and cry reading the things you said. Yeah, it's always very sweet. Um, and we're 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 really lucky that we can make your day better for talking about this terrible show and dick jokes. But I love this show. Um, anyway, but I was going to say that just tells you what can come out of all that. Well, so. what I like about that story too is, uh, and she said the thing of like, you just don't know what someone else is going through, y'all. Right. So just. I ask you just uh, as as you were stressed in your life, as you're stressed on Facebook, on Twitter or whatever, conning about other things. Remember, remember that everyone's going through something. Yeah, everyone's going through something. And so maybe someone's saying something. um, Maybe they're not an asshole. Maybe they're just somebody who's going through a bad day and they're saying something that triggered you. And just we can all give each other a bit of grace from that story. So I loved it. I loved it. All right, let's go to our sissy shout outs. Okay, we're where doing, are we? We're doing E and F. I'm you're doing F. I already picked E. Okay. I'll go first. I'll, so you guess can, I'll do F. <laughs> well, we're already like a we've gone so long. Okay. Well, I wanted to do E. You censoring me. No, I said I wanted to do E. Y'all, the tide has turned. Oh god. Boy, it's just messy now. Let's see. I'm gonna do How do I look up everybody? This is why I was going first, because Jesus, <laughs> I mean, it's like just, okay, I'm going to do, y'all, I'm going to do, this sissy is, <sighs> Merrick, Merrick, Merrick Meyer, Merrick Meyer, Merrick Meyer, name starts with an E, rhymes with Merrick. Wow, Merrick Meyer. Here, I can find. I can look up mine. Here, let me change it for you. Can Mer- you can you not show me his uh, Facebook feed? I just like to get a face. It's like I'm like a visionary, and you need to not you need to not try to um, inhibit my process. I'm creeped out by you by you like uh, um, like scoping out people. That's God. what I'm saying. Just pull up your chatterbait and go away when I'm talking. <laughs> All right, y'all. Merrick. Merrick is, he is an actor, but a retired actor. A lot of people don't know this because he was famously. Okay. And by famous in his small, small town of uh, Pacoima, he, uh, oh. he was known as, he was the body double for the Jolly Green Giant. Oh, he's ripped then. Uh, he's, he's ripped. He's tall. He has a very low voice. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. He, in fact, the only problem is his wife loves him very much, but when he's home, he can't feel safe or he can't feel comfortable unless he gets into the Jolly Green Giant outfit. <laughs> okay. Even so though, it's cosplay. Even though, well, no. For him... It's like it's method, so he becomes the Jolly Green Giant at home. She's trying to help their kids with fucking algebra homework. Yeah, and he's walking around trying to shove green lettuce in her face, calling her a hoe. <laughs> it's they went, sounds familiar. They started couples therapy again. He keeps just talking in a low voice. Y'all prayer warriors for them. Eric's got it bad. Merrick. Also, uh, Merrick's got it bad. <laughs> correcting. Uh, correcting, yes. Also, um, 
Um, his, got it bad. Got, it, got it bad. <laughs> his child loves it because she dreams of being the Jolly Green Giant Tess one day when wow. she grows up. So they're like, you can be anything you want to be, Giant Tess. And, and you know what? He he tells his child, young Eric's you daughter, you can be anything Merrick's you want, son. I just saw a kid in the picture. Um, <sighs> you can be anything you want to be. It's so creepy when you and creep he their said, posts. Just remember. Child, we're two peas in a pod. And sing. Uh, <laughs> Get it? Uh, yeah. It's a pee pun. It's a terrible joke. I liked it. Like, you, I, I kind of just like sat there staring <laughs> at you. I liked it. That, that, was like, that was like a bad Jack Benny routine <laughs> to get us somewhere. Ho, ho, ho. Um, so have we done her before? Did you not look on the thing? No, I couldn't see it. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> I can't figure out no, your we iPad. Didn't. Okay. We didn't. Okay. And Where? I, Jake can't figure out my iPad. It's yet problematic. Six-month-old babies are proven <laughs> to figure out how to switch between apps. My three-year-old nephew can teach me about the iPad. God All right, bless. Fine. So this is Leona Worrell. Leona Worrell. First name begins with F. Great. Leona Worrell. You know, like her namesake, Leona Helmsley, Leona Worrell is a slumlord. But she's not a slumlord for people. She's a slumlord for gophers. She owns goat. She owns some of the only goat. Can you not, like... Type furiously as I'm doing my shout outs. I'm just typing the name so I don't forget my iPad. It was obnoxious. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Because I usually give you an audience when you do it. Yeah. Uh huh. That just happened three minutes ago. I don't remember what you said. Maybe rewind it. Uh, Anyway, uh, uh, Leona Worrell, you guys, Mm -hmm. she owns Gopher Hotels. She charges them way through them. And, and when I was like, I can't pay the bill. I don't know what I'm going to do. And she's like, too fucking bad. You're going to have to give me your child. Oh, gosh. And then it turns into a weird version of Into the oh, Woods. Oh, no. <laughs> so Fiona, sorry. Uh, Leona Worrell has the gopher's child that they give to pay the rent. Years later, the child kills her. I don't know how it really oh, works that wow. way. wow. Yeah. Anyway, back to her being a gopher slumlord. Um, she basically shuts down one thing and knocks it down. You know, it's not a very big house that mm-hmm. she's giving because it's, it only houses like about 16 gophers. Okay. They're not very big, y'all. It's like the size of a play, like a play doll house. Property's expensive. And she comes through here and with a wrecking ball. Oh God! This makes no sense. And she basically wrecks her own property, but it is the size of a dollhouse, so it's fine. Anyway, she still has the gopher child uh, before it kills her. Um, and then, weirdly, she gets brought up on tax evasion by the city of New York, and that's a whole thing. She goes to jail, and then. When she's in jail, she becomes a lesbian and fucks every woman there. 
Sorry. <laughs> That's kind of interesting, isn't it? Wow. She's a gopher slumlord. Wow. Yours was bad, too. <laughs> my, at least, at least mine my, didn't have a joke at the at end. my piece of the pod. That was terrible. You know, I didn't really pay attention to your story because I just kept thinking, I write a check to Leona Helmsley every month because that's where our New York office is for my day job. Leona Helmsley? Yeah, it's in the Helmsley building. Shut up. I can't believe they still have a Helmsley building. Wow. Isn't, Isn't she funny? dead? Yeah. Anyway. She was like... She's aspiring for you because she was a bitch. She was. <laughs> wow. She was a bitch. Anyway. anyway. Remember when Patricia, was it Patricia, uh, what's her name, who was on New Heart, played her in a movie, and it was great. Patricia? Or the the wife to Bob Newhart on New Heart. Oh, uh, Suzanne Plachette. Suzanne Plachette yeah. played, she played Leanna Helmsley, I believe. Oh. In a movie of the week. We should watch that. No, we shouldn't. Anyway, that's the y'all, show, y'all. That's the show. This was a fucking three-hour show. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry, y'all. You can go to 90daygays.com to find our merch, to find our other podcasts. We love it when they do what, Poodle? When you leave a review. We do. We love it when you leave a podcast review. So please, we're over 2,000, so we're going to be doing something. We got stuff in the works. We got irons in the fire, y'all. It's we're a, working on it. Uh, come at us on Cameo. Those are all in the show links. And y'all, we call these people Lonely Hearts because aren't we just all Lonely Hearts traveling across the sea looking for love, Poodle? (laughs) Yes. And if you decide to bring a fucking cow in your house and poop there, call us. Fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 